is the Solar Spotlight, a special edition of the Contractor's Corner podcast from Solar Power World. Hello everyone, I'm Billy Luke with Solar Power World. Domestic solar is consistently breaking installation records year over year and is slated to keep that pace. Yet manufacturers and suppliers are still feeling the effects of pandemic supply chain delays. In this episode of Solar Spotlight, Unirac's new VP of Operations and Supply Chain, Lee Ingram, and former guest and VP of Unirac's Commercial Division, Brandon Carrasco, are here to discuss how the manufacturer is keeping a steady supply of racking for its clientele. So Lee, Brandon, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Awesome. Great to be here. Thank you. Now, Unirac is known for its reliable supply of racking systems, and the solar industry has faced many challenges in the last three years. Could you share some strategies that have been particularly effective in mitigating supply chain interruptions during these challenging times? Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I think Unirac performed, you know, very well across the challenging periods. You know, and, I, and it, you can really kind of bake, back that into and contribute that to about three different really key elements, right? It's a the diversity of our supply chain, we've got a you know a global supply chain we're sourcing in multiple continents, which gives us that diversity and sort of risk mitigation. The nature of our relationships with our suppliers is, is also super critical. I mean, it's not a one-way street. Um, there's significant collaboration and partnership with our supply pool. And then at, at the end of the day, you know, you live and die by your people and Unirac has great people. And it's just the real, the real hustle and determination of our team. And working with our suppliers and being able to react and be agile, that it helped us survive and, uh, and and thrive really in that environment. And and let me jump in there and say that Unirac continues to invest in that supply chain. That really has been a key driver in in the growth that we've seen and in the ability to serve customers. Lee is actually relatively new as a vice president of supply chain for us, but Lee, I, I think it would be helpful. Well, you know, like maybe you could talk a little bit about just kind of some of that diversity, you know, in terms of global supply, but also U.S.-based supply. Sure. Yeah. So you know, our mix is 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 really really healthy. I mean, uh, we do, you know, about thirty to forty percent offshore sourcing, a significant portion, about the same level uh, domestically here in the U.S., plus minus a few points, and um, and then we do some near shoring stuff in Mexico as well. Um, and, and not to mention, we do also our own in-house fabrication with domestic content as well as foreign content. So we have a, a lot of resilience and flexibility in being able to pivot and deal with challenges as they arise. You know, one, you know, bigger companies uh, that, I've, that I've, I've been around, you know, they, they struggle with a lot of single source bottlenecks. Uh, in our case, we are, we don't have the single source challenges that say other organizations I've seen in my past have. Uh, we've done a really, really good job at diversifying those sources and having, you know, uh, raw extrusions or finished goods qualified at multiple suppliers. You know, U.S. manufacturing is such a hot topic over the last year or two. I would say, Lee, that I, and you can correct me if, if there's anything here that you or add anything that you would want. But I think that really positions us well for things like IRA domestic content. Um, there are other projects that require you know, BAA or Made in America certification. And just about every one of our product lines has a, a robust portion that is U.S.-based manufacturing. That's right. Yeah. So we have, we're, we're a heavy extrusion, you know, aluminum extrusion-based organization, as well as stamped 
you know, roll form steel. And we have, we have sources, uh, I mean, a robust supply chain, multiple sources here in the United States that, uh, that we leverage to do that. So Brandon, like you just said, the IRA domestic content adder is a hot topic. What is Uniract's view on meeting the guidance set forth by the IRS? The, there are a lot of conversations that are happening about this. Um, Uniract's been engaged in conversations with uh, suppliers that have questions with customers, right, whether they're EPCs, installers, developers that all have questions. Um, we've, we've spoken with uh, some of our, our larger industry groups about IRA, and everybody has these questions. Everybody is anxious to start claiming these credits. Um, and I think us, right along with everybody else, really wish that the IRS guidance were more clear, that it could move faster, but it, it just takes time for those things to shake out. So um, there's there's a big challenge with the guidance not really addressing non-utility scale projects. Um, there are customers who are working with tax advisors who you know, are, are looking at some different options and how they might continue to pursue those things or how they can be prepared to pursue that credit when, it's, um, when, when guidance comes out and is further clarified. Um, and so I think there's a wide range of the way that people are looking at it out there. Uniract is, is happy to be a very cooperative partner. We are working hard to stay on top of it and keep our eyes out and to be able to educate and inform and support our customers in the best way that we can from our vantage point and with our resources that we can bring to the table. But I think really what we've done is, you know, we've just continue to strengthen. We, we already had the U.S. supply chain, but we've, we've continued to strengthen that supply chain and make sure that it is ready to support customers who need domestic content. You know, again, back to that, that diverse supply chain, we have a variety of materials that make up our different product lines. So, you know, there's some questions about steel and how applicable is steel versus um, something like uh, aluminum and, and other non-steel materials. And so we've, we've got options there that we are also able to discuss with some of our customers. I would also say, Brandon, early on when I started here, you know, we were heavily focused on what do we need to bring in-house to, to have that internal capability to provide content. And we have a lot of dynamic conversations with our suppliers uh, domestically and how to address that. But you're right. People are hungry for, for clear you know, guidance, clear guidance uh, and how to respond and react. And I'd say we're in this topic every day here, you know, in different shapes and, and ways to, to address it and try to stay in front of it. So uh, both yeah. internally and, as well as with our suppliers. And, and really bottom line, we are happy to talk to anybody who is looking at how they pursue it. Um, how do Uniract's different product lines fall into the mix, right? There, there's the, the numerator and denominator of, of the U.S.-based content versus foreign content. And so, you know, please, feel free to reach out and, and we've got some information that we can share. We've got uh, some data that we can share that, you know, clarifies based on a bill of materials, what percentage is US-based and what percentage is, is not. Um, we can certify, you know, BAA and, and other, other options as well. And so it, it's a hot topic. It will continue to be a hot topic. And I think uh, as the IRS continues to roll out guidance, will continue to evolve our view and our ability to support and make sure that we can help as many of our customers take advantage of that as possible. 
Earlier, you spoke about supplier relationships. Collaboration with suppliers is crucial for a smooth supply chain. How has Unirac strengthened its relationship with suppliers to ensure a stable supply of materials and components? One, I think it's the relationship that we have with our suppliers and the, the conversations that we have with our suppliers. Um, it's not a one-way street. I said that earlier. It's not a one-way street, and um, they appreciate that. So we, we are constantly uh, in conversation, constantly in meetings, looking for solutions and collaboration with those suppliers. We understand you know, what their capacities are. We understand where their manufacturing capabilities are and, and staying in front of that stuff. And they appreciate that. So we're always giving them an opportunity to earn our business and, and, and developing those relationships on, on an ongoing basis. You know, in outside of the U.S., you know, uh, we have a very robust team in India that helps us source there, uh, which is a... A, a great compliment to the to the folks that we have here uh, domestically in the U.S. So that gives us a lot of flexibility and capacity, almost on a twenty four hour basis, to deal with challenges, to address, and to and to source and feed our supply chain. Sustainability is a growing concern in the solar industry. How does Unirac balance cost saving measures with environmental responsibility in its supply chain and commercial operations? Well, first of all, I'd like, I'm really proud to announce that, you know, we just had a recertification audit on our, our ISO 14001 cert, and we passed with flying colors. So that's stuff that we're doing here in our Albuquerque facility. Uh, that was the focus of the audit to address sustainability. And that's all about reuse, recycle, and those types of efforts. It's all the way from our, our facility lighting to what we do with pallets and cardboard and all those types of things. So that's built into the fabric of what we do. Obviously, we're, we're in a renewable business, so that's a, a real significant focus for us. But for me, sustainability really touches all, all three of the ESG kind of pillars, which is environmental, social, and governance. You know? So we work hard with our, our, our suppliers abroad to make sure that our suppliers are doing the right things uh, as they deal with their sub-suppliers, as they deal with their employees, uh, which creates a sustainable relationship. And we, we're, we're dealing with folks that uh, do the right things uh, from a business perspective, you know, also we, we are looking at risk management. We're looking at governance, you know, how we deal with those suppliers and make sure that all of our business is compliant. Um, so for me, sustainability is all across the board. It's not just climate change, which is a significant portion. It's all those other things that, uh, that help us as human beings, you know, just stay in front of these things and do the right things uh, for the, for, for the, uh, the community. And, and in the end, I mean, really that creates a, a stronger business, it creates long-term viability, right? It's it's that long-term thinking as opposed to to very short-term thinking that over time can get you in trouble. And that's the way that we've run Uniract for quite a while and continue to do so. Yeah, we want to do business with people that uh, do it the right way and, and have the same values that we hold. And beyond reliable material supply, what else are you doing to support the needs of solar installers and remain competitive? I think beyond just making sure we've got material, I think it's also in how you deliver that material. So Unirac has put a strong emphasis on maintaining consistently short lead times, um, as well as localizing material. Localizing material feeds into that, but it's it's really about how we deliver those products. So, you know, we we keep a strong stocking position as a company that requires an investment but it leads to a competitive advantage. It, it differentiates Unirac from somebody who is 
you know, hand to mouth, or they are, you know, they've, they've got long lead times. You might have six to eight, maybe 10 week lead times. If you're custom rolling or stamping a project um, individually, where Unirac has put the time and the energy and the money into making sure that we've got inventory. You know, Lee, I think you'd agree, we, we've got pretty good inventory turnover, right? We, we see continual movement in that inventory. It does take resources to be able to hold enough material to keep those lead times short. That, that's right. I mean, we pride ourselves on a very, very tight lead time with our, our clients, the purchasers of our goods and materials, which in certain channels puts that material very, very close to the installers. We're constantly evaluating uh, you know, logistical options and other support options to help people that we sell to in the marketplace in that channel. Um, we have a uh, significant commitment to our working capital to make sure we have that inventory here, even if we have longer lead times to ourselves, to service short lead times to the market, you know, that requires a, a certain commitment that Brandon talked about. And this is all really driving towards what we think is a competitive advantage and what we and what differentiates us uh, in the market today. Brandon and Lee, thank you again for taking the time to be here. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners before we sign off? I'm amazed uh, when I came here again, Brandon mentioned I'm fairly new uh, to Unirac, but I'm amazed at the customer focus that we have and our ability to be agile and pivot to, towards those needs and, and respond to those needs. I'm amazed at the culture we have here internally and, and that we try to cascade across our supply base. It's Unirac is a fantastic place to work. And I think we're doing great things in the industry. I think we are a, a, a real contender for a long, a long term. Uh, and provide, you know, a real competitive advantage to our customers out there. So that's my two cents being the new guy on the block. I'm super excited to be here. And, and I think we, uh, we're we going to have a, a lot of success in the future. And and I would say, you know, with, with 25 years behind us now at, at RE Plus, just recently we celebrated 25 years in business. You know, we've, we've got that behind us, but we're looking ahead at what happens in the next, you know, the next few years, the next 25 years. And there will continue to be geopolitical issues and there will continue to be, you know, freight and commodity fluctuations and and just things that happen and that come up that threaten supply chains. And I think Unirac remains committed to be nimble, to continue to invest in that supply chain, to continue to be a strong partner and to maintain the same standard of quality that we've been known for for the last 25 years. I think uh, as a company, really, we are we, we really are well positioned in terms of the broad line of products that we have, the depth of services that we offer, uh, the strength of our field support team with really field support, high levels of experience in every region across the country and even south of the United States in, in Latin America. And then we've got a strong engineering staff and then, of course, a, a great dedicated logistics and supply chain team, as Lee talked about at the beginning, that is there, there's a there's a level of determination and willingness to make things happen to keep the supply chain flowing and make the good work. I'm Billy 